everyone. Welcome back to the Where Your Feet Take You podcast. I'm Kayla Bowker and here with my co-host Aaron Oliphant. We are here to chat triathlon, coaching, life, and all things in between. We come to you about each and every week, to the best of our ability, to (laughs) share just kind of our journey of triathlon, why we love it, answer your questions, and kind of hopefully bring a little bit of passion, faith, and strength to the sport that we both love so much. Uh, Each week we answer your questions. We also kind of talk just topics that maybe we are experiencing in general, do race recaps, and again, everything in between. One of the best ways that you can support us right now is to share the podcast on social media and share tell her, share it loud so that everybody can hear. More ears we have out here, the the more that the podcast gets seen, and that's the best way. That's the best way to support us right now. So give us a share on social media. We love it. We appreciate it. And for everybody that listens on a regular basis, thank you. We really appreciate it. So one thing we're going to do today, we are going to chat Oregon 70.3 race recap. But before we do that, we have a little giveaway that we're going to do. So what we need you guys to do, you have by sharing a review on Apple uh, Podcasts, I think that's the best way to best place to do it. So either leave a star review or a little just a little review for us. Then next week, I'm going to compile those and we're going to do a drawing for a swim cap, a where if you take you swim cap. Aaron created these amazing swim caps that are probably the best swim caps I've ever worn. Uh, for those, uh, they're amazing. I They don't move off your head. The colors are fabulous. Um, and we have a white and teal colored one and then a purple and white one. If you win, you'll be able to pick your uh, swim cap, the color that you'd like, and we'll send it on out to you. So stay tuned for next week. We'll do the drawing and the announcement in next week's episode. But again, to enter, we need you to please leave a review for us on Apple Podcasts, and then we will do the drawing next week. So stay tuned for that. And yeah, let's dive right in. Erin, you are in Iowa. How is your... Iowa. Yeah. How is your event going? It's going well. Um, it's just, it's a really cool event to be a part of. Um, kind of growing up, I knew I always wanted to work in sports, and I've kind of bounced back and forth through where in sports I specifically thought I wanted to work. But working these events with 40,000 participants from your person who has never really rode a bike to your Ironman athletes to your weekly century ride riders has been a really cool experience. Um, it's been long. I worked three 17 hour days in a row. I'm exhausted. I don't do well (laughs) with little sleep. Um, haven't really had much time for myself. Today's the first day, um, since Friday, um, that I've been able to get a workout in. Um, but ultimately, it's great. I had a 75-year-old woman yesterday come up to me um, while I was handing out our century ride patches. So we had an option where riders could ride an extra 13 miles to get their 100-mile century ride. And this 75-year-old woman came up to me, and she's like, I've never done a century ride in my life. This is my first one ever. Um, like, thank you so much for being here and putting on this event. I, I'm oh, so I happy goosebumps. and proud of myself right now. Um, 
and working for a company that puts on these events that do make a difference in people's life and give people something to work towards no matter what age they are or no matter what their fitness level is, um, I think is awesome. So even though the days are really long, it's totally worth it. That's really cool. Yeah. So what you're doing is, I think we explained it in your last, the last podcast, but you're basically, you guys are each day riding a specific distance across Iowa. Is that right? Correct. Yep. So, um, it started on the ride started on Sunday in Sioux city, Iowa, which is on the Western state border, right up near South Dakota. Um, and then each day they ride anywhere from I think 57 miles is the shortest day to 87 to hundred miles, depending if you add that loop or not. Um, and then they will end in Davenport on Saturday. So, wow. um, it's a really cool ride. It's rag rise 50th anniversary. Um, but then each night too, everybody camps. There's a band each night that comes plays the downtown of these, some small Iowa towns. Some of these towns I have never heard of, um, get together. There's one town that the, everyone rode through and the p- town made more pies than people that live in the town. Oh my so gosh. This was a town of 205 people They made like 400 pies for riders as they came through. Wow. Um, so it's just a really cool event. I'm tired, but it's worth it. That's awesome. That's really cool. I think that's amazing. Those are the kind of things, right? Yeah, it's they're exhausting, but they kind of, like you said, they kind of give you energy at the same time. Yeah, definitely. So I've got Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, four more days of working it. Um, but I was kind of in charge of the patch stops the last few days and all the patch stops are done. So those were like special options. So there was a gravel route option that you could get a patch for in your century ride option that you could get a patch for. Um, and those are over. So I just only have my nighttime finance job for it now. Um, so I'll have a little more time for myself and a little more time just to go out and talk to all the riders and kind of enjoy the rag experience a little more. That's cool. That'll be great because this is your first time ever having to do something like that. And so being able to, yeah, kind of just hear, maybe hear some stories will be really cool. So you'll have to get some cool stories and we can share them next time. For sure. Of course, I wish I was riding it. Seems really fun just to ride. And I mean, you have so many riders around you, you're less worried about cars and stuff. (laughs) Yeah. um, It's been good. How many people are doing it? I think you said this, but. Yeah, we have... About 35,000 week-long riders um, plus an additional 15 to 25,000 day riders registered. Wow. Um, So it's like a 50,000 plus plus person event. Wow. You guys just must take over towns and the roads and everything. That's cool. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Cars get frustrated, but uh, we work really well with the local police departments and the state highway transportation department. Um, to figure out the routes each year. So the route changes every year. So you're going through mm. different towns. Um, this year's the 50th anniversary. So there are bigger towns in there than normal. So like we passed through Ames, Des Moines, Davenport's a bigger town, um, just because we need towns that can host that amount of people because more people signed up since it is the 50th anniversary. Um, wow. But some of these towns are still tiny. It's just, That's it's cool. really cool. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. 
and you started running again after hurting your shoulder. I did. Um, yeah, I probably for a week after hurting it, I just had no energy and couldn't do anything at all. Um, and was in a lot of pain and was on painkillers for the first few days. Um, and then I was able to get on one of those bikes where you just lean back and pedal, which <laughs> kind of hurt my butt. Um, right. but <laughs> it your tailbone. It was, yeah, it was nice to do something. And then, yeah, I was able to run because I've been able to get a lot of my forward, backward plane of motion uh, back. Still can't do really anything above my head unless it's really slow. And I'm when I'm coming down, if I'm leading with my elbow, um, but we're getting yeah. there. It felt Progress. like crap, but I'm celebrating the small victories. And yeah. for now, it's being able to run. So, and that'll get easier, right? You and I were just talking about this right before we hopped yeah. on. <laughs> it will get easier. Each one's going to get easier. Your your RPE is going to feel more normal and more natural as you continue to flush inflammation out of your system and allow your body to heal a little bit. And yeah, it'll it'll get easier. So. It's good news that you're running again and everything else will come back just fine. Totally well. Yep. Hopefully. And then I also, I had extra time today and I'm in a big city, so I was able to find a pool um, and I got in and just swam a thousand meters with my right arm at my side. Um, And it was just nice to be in the water again too. Finally, like the scabs and stuff have actually scabbed. So I felt like my skin could get in chlorine and not Mm -hmm. get infected. And it was, it was good to be in the water. I'll bet just kind of your, maybe not just your happy place, but it's all like, there's something about when it's something that you've done your whole life and there's a calming kind of peaceful, Yes. okay, this is what I know how to do. I can do this and my, my I'm going to be fine kind of thing. Yeah. It's a, weird, it's, it's a weird, it's a different feeling. It's a different feeling and it's peaceful and it's like, okay, let's say for worst, worst, worst case scenario and highly unlikely, but let's say my shoulder doesn't get to the point where I can swim before Kona. I could swim Kona with one arm and still make the cut. There's like a lot of comfort in that. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Yeah, uh, you could. 100%. So worst case scenario, because I already paid my $1,500 to do that race. You easily, we'll we, could, we could not have you swim for 11 weeks and you would probably still swim just as fast as I would, which is very <laughs> depressing for me. <laughs> I think like, it'd be hard for me to beat you probably still, which again, depressing. <laughs> <laughs> I think though you'll be like 80 and you'll still be able to beat my run times. So oh, that's man. awesome. We never know. <laughs> You never know. Never know. So. Well, yay. Hey, those are all good news. We like you. Yeah. Sounds like you're having a great time. Um, I know you're busy, like got a lot going on and life is crazy, but it is. you only have to do this kind of event once a year. So yeah, all, all the other ones should be day events or yeah. like just a couple days. So yeah. How's your week going? Any, you just raced Oregon? Good. Yeah. Just raced Oregon. Got back Monday. Uh, and then this week I've kind of just been trying to get back into the swing of things, uh, starting, you know, kind of today was the first like bigger day back into training, kind of jump right back into it. Cause I have Montremblant coming up here in like three weeks or something crazy like that. Woo! Um, and so yeah, really trying to get back into the swing of it. I slept all day t- Monday, 
like all day. I ended up, so what I ended up doing is I wanted to get home. I wanted to be back home for when the kids woke up because it was Baylor's two second birthday on Sunday. And I really just wanted to be home. And so I did the race. I woke up at 3.30 to do the race, then did the race, hung out, and I waited and made sure it was like cheered Brandy and Anna on. Um, got to see them across uh, uh, the finish line, which was awesome. And then I went back, packed up my bag, drove almost two hours to Portland to catch a flight, caught a flight, landed in Phoenix at midnight, <laughs> took 45 minutes to get bags and had to go get my car and drive. I got home about just around 2 a.m. So I was awake for just shy of 24 hours. <laughs> and then the kids woke me up at 6 a.m. So I was, I was so tired. I literally slept all day and um, complete waste of my day. I, I had plans to like, because I didn't have a ton of workouts. I was like, going to do all this work. I couldn't even look at a computer. I was so tired. But I don't think you like that's not a waste of a day because clearly no. you needed the sleep and the rest. Hundred <laughs> percent. So. Clearly, I just was <laughs> so tired. I I took the kids to school and then I came home and I slept for two hours and then I did a short swim that ended up just basically me. Like you probably swim faster than me with one arm. Like that's how p- sad it was. And then I came back and slept again. And then I took the kids to swimming lessons. And then went to bed early. It was just one of those days. So yeah, it was good. Um, yeah. So it's been a good week. Um, Oregon 70.3 was awesome. I definitely, well, actually let me back up. Yeah. Let's do the race recap. Take us from the beginning to end. (laughs) It was awesome in the sense that it was a great race. It was a race I definitely recommend. Um, I don't necessarily love like Salem. I don't think Salem is the greatest place in the entire world, but the race was really great. The swim's too short. Swim's too short. Don't I, like you know, it. <laughs> I get, you know, I can, I can understand that, but it's still one of those races that is just like the bike is cool. a lot of fun. Got and it. And the run is just really fun. I don't know. It just, I, I kind of wasn't sure about it, honestly. Like, okay. Like, oh, the, the swim's really, really short, you know, even though that's great for me, like still kind of short and the bike's a big loop and I don't know. You know, I was just kind of like, I don't know, maybe it'll, you know, be kind of a mediocre course, but I really enjoyed it. I definitely would recommend it. Um, but yeah, so race recap, I, uh, overall, so I ended up taking 14th and which, you know, I, I, I'm happy with the day. I'm not frustrated, not, I am a little, okay, I'm a little bit frustrated, but I'm not sad (laughs) and I'm not disappointed and I'm not mad or not proud, but I am a little like frustrated with the fact that I'm like, seem to be really stuck in second gear with racing right now. And I'm kind of like stuck in 14th place. Um, so, you know, it, and that, you know, I think that's one thing like we've talked about in the past, like you're allowed to have those feelings, right? And they're, and they're, they're important to have. Mm-hmm. And it just because I'm frustrated with it or a little bit disappointed doesn't mean that I'm not proud of myself or happy with the day or anything along those lines. You're allowed to feel both, right? You're allowed to be frustrated and you're allowed to be proud at the same time. So 
but day so day how this race works is you you know you rack your bikes and stuff in the morning and we actually had to walk like 1.2 miles to the swim start and they don't allow spectators out there oh and so yeah why out well because the the run and the swim area is out in a eagle conservation oh yeah like huge bald eagles and stuff it's did like did you see any i did not one of them was probably just too focused but yeah. <laughs> it's a it's a protected nature preserve basically and so they had like they couldn't even use the the cannon they had to use like a soft air gun oh. or air horn because they had a noise ordinance to protect the eagles oh kind of cool um but it felt like really low-key like it literally felt like a um a, a local race like because it was just us out there uh the professionals were not once not wetsuit legal and i've decided i'm going to start a petition to change that because 72 degrees is way too cold no it's not, not. <laughs> no it's not oh it has nothing to do for me it has nothing to do with like the wetsuit or not wetsuit like i don't mind wearing a swim skin i actually kind of enjoy it yeah, you just get cold. so cold. I was literally ch teeth chattering, whole body shivering, standing huh. in the water. And it wasn't even that cold of a morning, but I, that's just a cold water. And that means I, I struggle to get going. So even though it was a downriver swim and a super fast swim, I got a horrible jump off the line and just kind of like took forever to kind of find my groove because I just was cold. And well, when the water's moving like that, when you have a current, it, like 72 will feel colder the faster the water's moving. The water was moving fast. So at the pro briefing yeah, the day before, the swim, the swim guy, whatever, the swim director, because they have like a swim director, a bike mm -hmm. director, and a run director, he put a bag of Doritos in the water and timed it. And it took the bag of Doritos 24 minutes to get down the swim. <laughs> That's how fast the water's moving. <laughs> That's kind of fun. I know. I I, a couple of the athletes like, can we put a bag of Doritos out in the morning and we'll race it? Um, really fast uh, so, but, it, you know, so it was really fast. Like you could feel it. Like for a second, you're kind of out there and you're like, you're like, oh, I don't really feel this. And then you almost like kind of look up and you're like, whoa, we are, we are cruising. We are moving. Um, and the swim was over in a second. Like it was just, for me, it was 19 minutes in and out, like super fast. And, um, so, you know, nothing super notable about the swim. I, I and for reference, what do you usually do a 70.3 swim in? About 31. Yeah. Minutes. So that's moving. It's moving. Yeah. Um, I think some of the girls like Rachel Olson, I think she did it in 17 minutes and she's normally like a 27 ish minute yeah, swimmer I think 17 low mm -hmm. might have been the fastest i yep. saw so that was you know and these are girls that you know they're you know normally but that kind of shows you the difference too so these are girls that normally can do like 20 26 minutes 26 ish in the in a and then they only go step 10 minutes faster whereas i went a lot faster but i've also been working on my swim so maybe it just evened out a little bit um so someone good i got out uh, a little again mid pack not, not great i was 14th out of the water um i was hoping to kind of 
I got dropped from the group and I couldn't bridge the gap. I could see them. They weren't very far ahead of me. I could see them, but I could not bridge the gap to the the group. Um, so got out of the water. Uh, transition was a bit long. Um, got on the bike and this bike really is a lot of fun. It's, it's fast, but it's got just enough like kind of rolly and hills and everything that makes it kind of dynamic and a little bit technical. And... And the pavement was amazing. It was just such a smooth ride. Once you kind of got, you had to get out of town where there was a little bit of rough road kind of in town. And then super fast. Um, basically, it was a solo time trial for me the whole time. Um, I had, There was kind of a small group of us at the very beginning that were, were kind of all um, in, in together. And then um, about mile... 12-ish, 10 to somewhere between 10, 15. Um, I kind of put a bit of a dig in and um, ended up passing that group of people. And then the one, then, then the girl that was uh, just ahead of me, she really like went for it and I couldn't, couldn't hang on to her and um, ended up from there on basically just being a solo time trial for me. Um, it went okay. I definitely didn't hold the power that I thought I was going to hold which I don't know. I can't figure my bike out. I can't seem to figure out how to race this. And I was thinking about, and I think one of the things that is the difference right now is that when I was racing in the amateur field, I always had people around me, right? Because one, I was a little bit of a slower swimmer. So I was coming out, you know, a little bit further back and you had right with, with that sense, like you have all the men ahead of you as well. And then maybe you have some of the faster women swimmers, like kind of a lot more, you know, maybe grouped together. And, um, and so I was always constantly having people to kind of chase. Whereas now the field is smaller for me and with where I tend to get out is like in the middle. Like I, I can't make the front pack and I'm faster than the backpack. So I just very stuck in the middle and I'm just solo time trialing the whole thing. And that I'm just having a hard time like racing that. Um, so I kind of need to figure that out, I think. Um, but yeah, overall, ra- run, ra- uh, bike was great. A lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. Um, despite my power being a little bit low, I had a, very, a pretty fast bike, one of my faster ones. It came in 229. I think I got under 230, um, which was good, better than I was, you know, not bad. Um, got off the bike and kind of just, there was a kind of a group of women that came in right after me. So I kind of made it into the group first and then they came in really quickly after me, like as I was just finishing up putting my stuff on and I knew I wanted to get out ahead of these girls because I didn't want to risk anybody catching me. So I kind of took off pretty hot and then just settled in and, um, yeah, run was, I will be honest, I was really nervous for the run. I haven't been running well, as we've talked about in Mm -hmm. most of the, the podcast prior. Um, so I really wasn't sure if I, my body was going to show up for this race or not. And it's and, funny because when I was looking, like I was tracking you and I was feeling pretty like good about your race, just like being in 14th on the bike, you can usually run people down. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I even texted Brandon and I was like, if her legs show up today, she's great. If I got close. I got close to running did. a couple people You down. did. You did. 
Um, so you're getting, I feel like closer to figuring out what's going on there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, so I passed a couple of girls, but then I had one other girl pass me. So it was kind of like, I think I passed two women and then one girl passed me. So it kind of put me back in the exact same spot. Um, I had the ninth fastest run. Um, and it was a, it was a media, it was a good run, but nothing like insane for me. Um, but I was really nervous for this run because I really just didn't know where anything was going to show up. And the run, it, specifically the run is where I really felt like I was just really stuck in second gear. Like I just felt I had good good legs and I felt good and I felt strong and I felt solid, but I had nothing else. Like I couldn't, I could not get to that next speed um, that I needed, kind of needed to be at um, and where, you know, I want to be able to run kind of at. Um and I ran, was basically ran by myself the whole time. I, um, I said I ran a couple girls down and then I did have one girl who just blew by me like I was standing still. Overall, yeah, took 14th, um, was kind of close to a couple girls maybe. Um, it was hard to tell because you really didn't know where anybody was out there because it was one again, it was one big loop on mm -hmm. the bike and then it was two loops in this park, but there weren't very many people out there. You know, I didn't have anyone out there tell me where I was at or anything like that. Um, so you just really, like I never saw any other woman except for Danielle Lewis, who was the overall winner. And we, her and I just happened to be like on exact opposite, like parts, parts of the park, like exact opposite how we were. Um, so yeah, I think the, you know, some of the good things that came from it is, you know, I, I had a solid day. I, Kind, my body for the most part showed up. I think I only got beat by like 20 minutes overall, which I think is an improvement. I think at St. George, I could beat by like 40. <laughs> so there's an improvement. Um, and yeah, I still just got to figure out how to figure out how to race, I think a little bit more and get really, I need to get more comfortable on the bike. That's mm. kind of where I think I need to be. Um, well Listening to how you describe the run, though, I feel like that sets you up for a tremblant really well if you're feeling strong and at that yeah. pace because you don't really need that other gear as true. much in an Ironman distance race. So that's I true. Think you should I feel pretty it, yeah. good about that. Yeah, that's true. I actually, I did think about that because I did feel like I could run. I could have run that pace forever. Like I just could have kept going. Like I wasn't gassed. I mean, I was tired and my legs were pretty shot at the end, but it was definitely something where I could have kept going. Um, I just couldn't go any faster. There was no faster. Um, it did make me think like while I was out there and even like the leading the day before, I kept thinking about something that you said earlier, how you were saying like running or it being in the heat, like has been scientifically proven to be like kind of like running, uh, being in altitude. And that's literally how I felt. Right. They always people yes. talk about like how you, when you come down from altitude and I was talking with Caitlin Alexander, who's another pro and after the race and she felt like she kind of got coming down because right there at like they're at a mile high, basically being in, in Colorado. And she felt like she didn't get that right. She normally has like an extra day to come down from altitude. And it's funny, I was thinking about it and I actually felt like I was coming down from altitude. Yeah. And it's a real thing. Yeah. And I also was like, well, you know, looking back on it, like I didn't give myself that many days. And even Brandon said like, you really only gave yourself like maybe 36 hours to 
rest out of the, to come out of the heat. Um, so like maybe I just also didn't get that part right. And because of that was missing that gear from not totally having come down all the way. Um, I do think living in Arizona takes almost a year just to get your body adjusted to all the variables that come with this extreme heat. Um, both in your like daily training, daily life, figuring out how much water to how much electrolytes just to consume each day to how much you need to sleep. Cause it's all different. Heat really just takes a lot out of you. And then when your body, all of a sudden there's a 40 degree temperature change because when it's 120 out in Arizona and you're going to somewhere that's 80, that is 40 degrees. Mm-hmm. Your body's going to go a little haywire. Yeah. And I definitely think I agree with you and I'm definitely seeing that. And, you know, kind of what, um, you're not the first person that I'm hearing say that, that has kind of come from like this extreme heat, say the first year that they were in it, they struggled. And then it gets easier. Each year kind of gets easier. And we're kind of, we've seen that kind of with you, right? Like you've talked about that in your own training too, where like the first year you feel like garbage. And now, even though you know, even though it's hot and you you know, everybody struggles a little bit in the heat, like you're able to back up sessions. And that's where I'm really noticing, like I'm having a hard time backing up sessions back to back. Mm -hmm. I can do a really hard day. So like today I didn't even do my three hour ride in the heat because I have some big sessions coming up this weekend. And I knew I also had to do a 4K swim in the heat. And I can't seem to back up the sessions like back to back. That was smart. That's the interesting thing too about Arizona in the summer is the pools are hot. Oh, so hot. That it's bath water. And so in the pool when you really only feel yourself sweating when your workout is at like an RPE of like 8, 9, 10 here you're warming up and you're already sweating and energy is zapped. So even me who doesn't usually have a high training stress from swims, even if they're like harder swims, it's not as high as my bike and my run training stress. In the summer it is because I hate swimming when I'm hot and it really, really wears me out. And that's a whole nother factor and whole nother stress to add on to training and living in Arizona. 100%. And I definitely think that's a piece that's contributing to some of this because I have, I I have to, I'm doing all my swims in the afternoon because in order to get my bikes and runs in, those have to be in the morning because I cannot do those in a hundred and some degree heat. And it was so hot. I, I, I went through an entire bottle of ice water today in my 4k swim combo drinking it and dumping it on my head because I was because I was doing a speed swim and I was so hot in the pool like you just don't think about it no it's miserable (laughs) I hate it more than anything I I hate being hot when swimming that's why you'll see me wearing like Coeur d'Alene everyone's like oh the water is so cold I'm out there in a sleeveless wetsuit because I hate being hot (laughs) yeah I mean I'm all for warm water I'll be yeah. the first to like say that I don't <laughs> like cold water, but it is warm when it's, it's an like extreme. It's a, it's definitely, it's definitely warm. Um, and when it's been, cause I mean, it was a, the main reason I was all geared up to go outside today for my ride, but it was a hundred degrees at five thirty this morning. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's just, a, I'm just, I'm just, I haven't figured my body hasn't adapted to this yet. If I spend three hours in a hundred degree heat with a, a heart, a, you know, a good solid session, and then I do a four K swim in the heat, 
then when I got to do my, I got, I have a, a solid run I need to do tomorrow. And then I have a hard brick and a hard run and a hard run, or sorry, a hard brick, a hard bike and a hard run coming up. I'm just going to toast myself. Yep. So. You're smart. You definitely made the smart decision. Uh, I do have a question. I know at least when I've been over to your house, your trainer is in the garage. How's that going? Is it pretty hot? It's to- it's it's toasty in there, um, but I've got the big fan overhead, right. um, and then I also bought a box fan. So I have a box fan on me. I need to get a fan. Um, How I've man. made it this long without a fan, I'm not sure. But like our house during the day when I'm doing my rides on the trainer 78 and without a fan, that's kind of hot. So that's my <laughs> next. Oh, see, purchase. yeah, that wouldn't be that wouldn't be terrible. Um, it's easily probably like 85 in the garage. Near, it's yeah. pretty hot in there. Yeah. Um, but it's not a hundred and some, and it's definitely, (laughs) (laughs) it's better than outside Uh for sure. I can tell the difference. Like when I stay inside versus when I go outside, I'm a lot more trashed, even if my session was easier outside. So I, you know, I guess what this race really did for me one is I still haven't gotten all my blood work back. So I got, I had more blood work back because I just still waiting on some of those test results because of how I was feeling. But what it kind of did for me is it it did show me that most likely what is going on with me is very heat related and my body just not having adapted to it and trying to train 20 plus hours a week in the heat then, and then constantly, you know, a lot of things, you know, for me, most of my days, like, yeah, I train the heat, but then I don't just get, don't always have to get home and just hang out inside all day. Like the kids want to go to the pool or they want to go for a bike ride or, you know, we're trying hard to keep the kids inside because they're three and two and they don't need to be in 118 degree heat, but they like to go to the pool. So then I Mm -hmm. spent all day, I I did my hard sessions in the heat and then I take the kids to the pool for an hour and I'm in the heat, you know? So, and that's just, an, that's just something I'm not going to give up, right? That's a non-negotiable for me. Yeah. I'm not going to not take my children to the pool because that's not the mom that I want to be. Then that means I, you know, I just need to make some adjustments. So it did show me that, you know, I, one, probably need to, these it, summer races for right now, like I need to plan them as if I'm coming down from altitude and I need to give myself a little bit, maybe a little bit more time to let my body come down and be be more activated and ready for the, uh, the race, you know, so instead of, you know, for, if we use Salem, for example, I came in on Friday, I probably should have come in on Thursday to give myself an extra day. Um, and, um, that's not gonna be an issue with Trump blocks are coming in plenty of time, but, um, and then, you know, it did show me that, okay, most likely what's going on with me is definitely heat related. Um, but I really did notice, like, I just, I haven't been able to touch pace in my racing and my training. And I could feel that on race day. I just, you know, when you, it's hard to get yourself to run a one, like to to run a 122, I needed to be running around 615s to 620s. And I haven't touched those in months. Mm -hmm. And when you don't touch them, when you don't get to them, you, it's hard can't really get yourself there 
Do you have a gym membership that you could go to a gym that's even colder than your garage to get some treadmill fast pace running in? That's what I'm going to do tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, there's that. I think you actually went to it. There's that Lifetime Fitness. Yep. Like 15 minutes away, I yeah, think. Yeah, Lifetime maybe? Good Year. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Palm yeah. Valley. Palm Valley, yeah, same, yes. same place. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, Brandon's a member there, so that's I'm going to head there tomorrow because I don't have a treadmill in my garage or anything. And um, yeah, I just, I need to get some speed work in and I, I just can't do that in the heat. The treadmills at Lifetime too are nice because you can put up the screen where you can just tap like six, seven, eight, nine, mm. 10, 11, 12, and like touch the grades. Or you can even put biofeedback on there and get your steps. Like you can get your cadence on there. You can get your power oh, nice. on there. Um, I actually really like their treadmills. Perfect. Yeah, I'm like a Uber non-treadmill user. I do not like them, but I just need to get over that because otherwise I'm just never, I'm not going to get what I need. Yeah. So I'm going to wear myself out and I just can't do that. Yeah. So overall race was, race was good. Right. Again, race was solid. It was, it was fun. Um, you know, I definitely missed having my family there. Um, it's one of those, like I get done with the race and it was like, Kayla's done. Yay. There's yeah. <laughs> nobody to like greet me or anything. I did run yeah. into my friend, my friend, uh, Kristen Yax, her husband. And so that was nice. Cause he, I chatted with him. She we, killed we it. She crushed it. That was amazing. I, and I got to watch her come in and she was so happy and excited. And, uh, her, like we, we went over there and we told her that she took the overall and she just started crying and it was just oh. it was really cool. That's um, awesome. And then, you know, I, but, and I did get, I got to see Brandy and Anna come in and finish. And so that was really oh, great. That's fun. Um, they both had really solid days, really strong days. Um, and so I love right when I get a chance to race with where if you take your athletes, it's just really like rewarding. I, I look for you guys while I'm out there and I saw Anna out there. I didn't see Brandy or De Debbie. Um, Debbie got close. She, she had a good day, solid day. I'm really proud of her for gutting it out and doing what she could. And um, yeah, Debbie, Debbie holds a special place. And so it was just, it was a really fun weekend, a, a very rewarding weekend. And it did get me excited for Tremblant. Um, yeah. I got some pretty serious work I got to do. I'm actually going to head up to Flagstaff next week to get out of the heat. So I can put a whole week together of backing up sessions back to back because um, it's like 20 degrees colder in Flagstaff. Um, so yeah, that'll be good. Cool. Yeah. So yeah, good weekend, fun race. Um, tons of people. It was completely sold out and there was like so oh. many athletes and the energy was amazing. Um, Probably my only piece that I did not enjoy was the fact that the run was so quiet. And I'm definitely one of those people that like really likes energy from the crowd. Like I draw energy from people yeah, cheering and, and that kind of thing. And um, so it was a mixture of like it was really nice because it was so quiet because it, so, it was really peaceful back there and you were just running through the woods and it was really pretty and the path was great and very shaded, which was awesome. Um, but it was really quiet. It kind of just felt like you're on a training run and it was kind of hard to get out of that mentality. Like 
oh, I'm just on a training run because um, it was so quiet. But it was a fun day. Good. I, re- I would recommend it. So that was Oregon 70.3. Sweet. I enjoyed tracking you, and I think the best is still yet to come. That's the hope. Uh, you know, it's one of those where as, as I was running – I'm like, well, I didn't really know. I had an, I was like, I'm, I'm somewhere between 10th and 13th. That's kind of what I thought. Um, so I was close. I was a little off, but I was close. It was one of those where I found myself getting kind of frustrated that I was just stuck in the second gear and then I, that I was only in 10th or 4th through 14th, like wanting to break through. And, and then it kind of got me thinking like while I was doing it, it was like, okay, well, I... I chose to step up to this because I wanted a new challenge and I wanted mm-hmm. a new to find more ways to improve and to kind of explore what I was capable of. And you can't do that without maybe losing for lack of better words. And so get over yourself, Kayla, and get on with it. And that kind of helped. Yeah. <laughs> So that, you know, it, and then the other piece that I spent like the whole, the whole time I was running, I kept just like repeating, go mommy, go. Cause I could hear like Skylar and Baylor in my head. And so I just get saying, go mama, go, go mama, go. And the, the, the sooner that you get done with this run, the sooner that you can call them That's and say so hi. That is so sweet. That is and so sweet. <laughs> it literally kept me going through the whole thing. Um, that's what made me run as fast as I could. Um, but yeah. There we go. That was Oregon 70.3. Um, hopefully you guys enjoyed my quick little race recap. And yeah, I have to. It's almost three. I got to go pick up the boys to take them to swim lessons. So and I, I have to go start my other job. Yeah. <laughs> I just got a text. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect time. All right. Well, don't forget, everybody, please uh, head on over and put a review in on Apple Podcasts. And then again, we will be taking the names of everybody that put a review in and doing a little drawing next week for a swim cap. And if you do have any questions for us, you can head over to www.whereyourfeettakeyou.com slash podcast and send them on in. We, um, I know we didn't get the questions this week, but we will next week. There's a, a big one that we're going to talk about kind of in regards to coaching next week. So if you have any questions on coaching, send them our way. And yeah, we'll be back next week. Look forward to chatting. See y'all. <laughs>